Hey, David. Hey. We are back with our conversation on conversations on God. And last time we did a really cool video or so I thought about this AB process and it had come from my question of what well, of uh just my own discomfort and my own frustration with with my life trying to make it a certain way and having a particular experience and and um and then it stumbled on this AB process and getting to being and whatever was working being a place of of letting it go to the extent of going into beings. Could so could you remind us what that AB process is and then maybe how to how we can engage in it more, how we can use it? Yeah, after after studying my teacher's teaching for a long time, it became apparent to me that there was two steps uh to the spiritual process. Uh, the one, what we called step A ever really get you to full awakening but it's mm -hmm. it's a step towards part b which will get you to the awakening right and you really have to do understand it's a two-part process uh in order to do it with any consistency otherwise you're just kind of stumbling around sometimes you get into part b and sometimes you don't right <clears throat> so Basically, part A is using the mind to attune to high-frequency consciousness, or as my teacher would call it, sacred feelings, mm -hmm. right? So a favorite prayer, favorite pa passage from a scripture, picture of a beautiful sunset, a song, the picture of your baby smile. I mean, whatever does it to you that raises sacred feelings which are like peace or joy or stillness happiness right then part b is then shifting your attention into that feeling and as you shift your attention into feeling you stop thinking or at least you begin to separate your attention and your awareness and it begins to you you begin to move into the feeling which is of the heart it's you could say heart energy which is different from mind and from that heart energy is where you can start moving into expansion of consciousness so mm -hmm. anything of the mind of itself and the analogy we used is like a a two-stage rocket to get out of the gravitational field of the planet so the first stage is off the launching pad and then once it gets to us it gets as far as it can go second stage kicks in and takes you beyond the pull of the gravity of the planet right so if all you ever do is fire off the first stage and you keep it attached to the launching pad or even if you don't attach it to the launching pad it's not enough to get you into into beyond the gravitational pull of the planet mm -hmm. so techniques of the mind of themselves will not get you towards full awakening because it just doesn't have the power to do it but if you use the the mind to raise the sacred feelings then put your attention and awareness mm -hmm. into the sacred feelings and let the mind drop away 
you don't have to push it away. You don't have to try to make it stop. You just put your attention awareness on the sacred feelings and the mind drops off by itself. So for me, it's not like it just com gets completely silent. It's like I kind of leave it behind and I can hear it chattering away, but it's like listening to your three-year-old playing in the corner while you're busy working on the computer. You hear it, but it's it's not distracting you. You're still able to do what you need to do. So that's a part A and B. So something I, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Um, let me tell you what I've been doing and, and you tell me if, if that fits in there and, and any kind of expansion on it. Um, so my A, this has been basically the, uh, a process and all, all these A's, right? All the religions or all the spiritual practices or all this, uh, we could all consider those A's. It's just pretty much start here. Yeah. And so my, my A has been seeing the future as a mental construct, which is fairly easy for me. Like it's the future. It hasn't happened. Right. So it's not real. And so then I'll take that same structure in my mind and I'll, and I'll realize that the past is also that. It's not the real thing that I'm going to let go. It's actually the same as the future. In a way, it's my mental construct of what I thought happened, what, what I thought was real. And then once I get that, I actually feel well, the future one, it feels good, like all the stress of having to do things in the future. The past one for me is incredible. All of this uh, conversation and mental stuff that that is it's it, well, it feels like it's keeping me in this box of who I am based on what's happened, what's what what based on what I know is possible. Which all when I release it all, it's just this mental thing that never happened. It's all these judgments of what may have been the real world, but I never saw it. It's incredibly freeing. And then I take that same mental this this process is a process, and I and I say, well, the future or the present is also that when I release that, it really helps me to go into this, uh, what feels like a being mode of the, uh, of, uh, of, of no, well, it's not nothingness, but it feels very free. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing that I'm, that I need to correct that I, you know, mistakes in the, in the, in the past that I need to remedy. And it's just beautiful, free kind of floating kind of experience. Would you say that that is an A to a B kind of thing? Well, so B is characterized by um, high-frequency feeling mm -hmm. of peace, joy, expansiveness, stillness, right? That when you put your attention on it, the mind gets quieter, or at least you feel like you're separating it. And the, the thinking stops, and for me, it's like not the thinking stops. It's but I, I kind of separate from my thinking mind. So, like I said, it's almost like I hear it chattering in the background. But I'm I'm into beingness, which is of the heart. So whatever does it, whatever mm -hmm. does it. But just just be aware of the characteristic of the B stage. It's really moving away from mental processes. You're no longer thinking. You're just more being being. So mm -hmm. then. The, the 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 feeling that goes along with it is the frequency the frequency of the consciousness right so all the high high um as my teacher would say sacred feelings peace joy bliss stillness 
happiness, right? Those are all, so it's the feeling without the mental process going on or minimal mental process going on. So that's- well, your, your feelings though, it's, it, that's, isn't that our clue of where our frequency is? So could that be triggers on, on maybe, maybe we can't go directly into being, it's like when you feel like crap or depressed or whatever, you can't just release it and be free. You know, uh, it seems like, like we get stuck in these, in these, um, frequencies, but you can certainly use it as a trigger of, uh, well, maybe I'll go into one of my practices, my A. Are you talking about negative feelings? Are you talking it, about negative? Yeah. yeah that, sure. So, so yeah. So this is why my teacher differentiates sacred feeling, right? Sacred feeling is what you're, the, uh, it's high frequency consciousness is what you're trying to achieve with part A, mm -hmm. right? Just as you can do a negative A and B, right? You can just start thinking about how tough things have been and nobody's giving you a break and you start feeling sorry for yourself, low frequency energy. And now you can put your awareness into feeling sorry for yourself and it just really starts to expand and you start to really bum out, right? And maybe you lock into that and stay locked into it for days at a time or years. I, I had negative frequencies I locked into for years at a time, right? Mm -hmm. So and part A and B is the process. Uh, but as my teacher said, you want, you're aiming for sacred feelings, sacred feelings. Why well, I say the sacred feelings, love, peace, joy happiness stillness those are the sacred feeling or another word for sacred feeling high frequency consciousness so that's that's you you don't want to spend a lot of time expanding your consciousness into very very large fields of misery i mean but this is you look around a lot of people do that and it's an a b process they start with stinking thinking you ever heard some of the uh yeah stinking thinking where you're just thinking about all this negative crap and and once you understand the AB process, you can analyze why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Because if all you do is practice stinking thinking, right, which is, you know, you're feeling sorry for yourself or you just concentrate on all the bad things that's happened to you. And now maybe you drift off into the future, all the bad things that can happen to you and then go back in the past and all the, the bad breaks. So and then you, you start feeling horrible because you're bringing up that frequency of consciousness, which is low frequency. So that's AB process is how the mind works, right? So the way the creator intended it is you use the mind with sacred thinking, whether it's appreciation or love or gratitude to God or or the, you're, you have a beautiful little baby and you're so grateful that he's happy and healthy and you feel your heart expand for that. Or you look around at the world and you see a beautiful tree and a sunset and your heart fills with gratitude to the creator. Okay, so that thought, sacred thinking, starts to produce sacred frequency of feeling. Then shifting your awareness so you stop talking inside your mind, thinking, and you shift your awareness into the feeling and then that starts to expand. lost your sound sorry i was muted can you hear me okay yeah so that that's on basically on any kind of on anything then whenever i could 
bring that frequency up uh, or, or even notice um, notice it being down, I, I guess the question is, how, how do you bring that frequency up when it's not where you want it to be? Because that there'd be no other reason to to deal with it, right? If you were always high flying frequency, why would you even care? No, if you're high flying frequency, you wouldn't even know there's anything else to do. You just right. right. Yeah. But so that was one of the reasons I wanted to do part B. Second part of this. Let's not get A's and B's too confusing. Yeah, Second yeah. part of this is then how do you do that in this world? Right? And, and and not have to be struggling all the time, mm. right? So I mean, you look around, what's going on? I mean, you'd be you'd be fighting with this all the time. You're lucky the day goes pretty good, and you're able to, to go from A to B, uh, sacred frequency, and you're feeling peace and joy, and you get in your car, and somebody cuts you off on the freeway, and you flip them off and scream at them, and right, you're shifted <laughs> way down now into less than sacred frequencies, right? Right. And then maybe you start remembering all the times people have cut you off and you get so angry. And then you think of all the times other people have gotten you angry when you're having a good day. And now you're you're way off into stinking thinking and producing very low frequency. So I call this a path of joy because once you get the handle on the fact that you can actually change your, your beingness, change your state, and you start to experience happiness and peace and joy, it's kind of nice. The example I give is if you've been working in a, a garbage dump your whole life, and you're just used to the stink, no problem, right? Yeah. But then you go visit your friends working in a flower shop, and you go, my God, it smells nice in here. They go, yeah, that's why I like to work here. I love the smell. And you go, well, do you have like a, a part-time job? Uh, yeah, come on. And after you spend, you know, a week doing part-time work in the flower shop, you go back to the garbage dump and you go, you know, I, I can't really stand this anymore. So you start looking for a job in flower shops. Okay. So this is how the path of joy is, is once you start to feel higher frequency, you start to feel some peace. You start to feel some joy. You start to feel that love in your heart. It's like, yeah, I don't want to go back to the dump anymore. Right. That's so then you start so see then make an initial requirement is you have to be able you have to be willing to let go of your lower frequency feelings or your lower frequency states it's not hard i think it's not so much that you have to be willing to let go but you have to at least experience a higher frequency state to have a contrast once you have the contrast it's like you've been eating old dried up crusts of pizza your whole life and then somebody gives you a fresh slice of pizza it's like wow that's that's a lot better. Where did you get that? Well, what about the people that are just like not liking things? They like being mad and they like yeah, well, grudges and free will. Yeah, it's free will. Yeah, you can you can stay in the dump as long as you want. I mean, you're you know mortal being, you got forever. But at some point, uh, you'll get tired of it, or at some point you'll have a contrast where you go, you know, that's that dump's not so attractive anymore. Let me look for a, right? But then the question is, then how do you do it? That's not a constant struggle. And that's why I wanted to do the second part of this. And that's where, um, of all the things I've ever seen, read, or practiced, my teacher's one, I think, was, was the most powerful. And to this day, I still think it's the most powerful. It's a way of taking 
all the stimulus and information coming into your mind, your consciousness, and converting it into a positive stimulus, one that that helps you move towards high frequency consciousness. And that is his teaching that everything that comes to you is at least allowed by God for your highest good. Or another way of saying it is everything is a blessing. And that's not to say everything is pleasant. And this is this is the problem we get, we, we the mistake we run into as humans. It's like good karma, bad karma. If you're going suffering, people go, oh, you're burning up some bad karma. Or if you're, you know, you win a lotto and everything's great, oh, you it's good karma. So we we tend to call pleasant good and unpleasant bad, when in reality, all karma is good. All karma is designed to correct you, move you into the proper direction. So the understanding that everything is from God for your highest good, realize that there's no mistakes in your life. The, the, the creation is designed by the creator to bring the stimulus you need, the lessons you need to move you into higher and higher frequency of consciousness. And many times it can be a very unpleasant experience. But let's just say, let's just say you got somebody that uh, decides they hate your guts and, uh, you know, you're constantly working behind the scenes to make your life more difficult. Well, so, okay, so that's the situation. If you just act like a normal human being, you'll either start to hate him back or work on some plan to do him dirty and ruin his life. <laughs> right? So that's the normal path. But that just, as you can imagine, it's very low frequency thinking which is going to bring in its wake low frequency emotions right so if you've ever had a vendetta with somebody where you're constantly looking how to destroy this person's life pay attention to how you feel is you're you're in a type of hell yeah. right or you can take uh the master jesus who said well you got to forgive him you got to forgive him you got to let that go and if you can bless them right so paraphrasing Jesus, he goes, I'm not at all impressed when you love people that love you. He goes, I'm telling you, I'm asking you to love people that hate you and are trying to harm you. So, you know, it's like, okay, well, that's nice. But if you look at it from an energetic perspective, it's the only intelligent way to approach it in order to keep and maintain and even raise your frequency of consciousness of which that joy, peace, and love follows in its wake, right? So, I mean, anybody who's older than five has probably had experiences where you're just trying to get back at somebody and just, it's just, it's just entree into hell. And it, it just, you just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and it just gets worse and worse and worse. Or you can forgive them, let it go, and even bless them, you know? Look, I, I, you don't have to go up to him and bless him, but in your heart, it's like, listen, I hope you find your way. Hope you find your way home to who you are. Yeah. So that's where for me, everything that happens to me in my life is from God for my highest good. Nice. And, and that's, you got to work at that, 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 because when you get hit with something hard, right? Your immediate reaction is your old reaction, the human reaction, which is yeah. whatever. 
So we could we could tell our frequency uh, our feeling too because I could say uh, I could say the right words, but my frequency is still low. You know, like hey, I'm praying for you because you're obviously a horrible. Bless person. you, you freaking idiot! <laughs> you're a horrible person. I would be the higher. I'm frequency. praying for you. Praying for you because you'll probably burn in hell forever. But you know, I'm not surprised at all that you're most likely going to burn. But that's it. But that's it. But I mean, even even you can think you're being real, but you'll know you're being real by the 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 um, feeling you're experiencing. If you truly do it with a sincere heart and truly do that inside yourself, you'll feel that release. You'll mm -hmm. feel that dropping away of the burden. You'll feel that dropping away of the negative once, once you really do it. But that's when you can see the difference between the mind and the heart. The mind can be saying all the right words, but the heart hasn't let go of it yet. Right? So that's two separate consciousness centers in this experience of a human body that we're having. But that's the trick is the tune the heart, attune the heart to higher frequency. And that's really uh, just all of Jesus's energetic teaching is all about attuning the heart to higher frequency, forgiving, don't judge, love, forgiveness. Those are all of the heart. And if you don't bring them down to the heart, you're just doing it in your mind. It's incredibly unsatisfactory. <laughs> it's not going to, you won't, you won't, you can say, I forgive you. But if in your heart, you haven't let go, you don't feel that unburdening that dropping away of that weight that lifting of your frequency mm. yeah I, I you know i just my heart goes out to the people stuck in these frequencies because uh i get the opportunity of being stuck in these frequencies often oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well so and for me it's it has my the thing that gets me consistently is my kids uh, i have two boys and they're totally awesome fun boys and they're rambunctious like yeah as boys you can get and they're always breaking stuff and breaking each other and trying to break me and and uh they're having a great time you know all innocent but i try to save my stuff and their bodies i don't want them to get hurt and so i resist them in the middle of whatever they're doing and i can feel my frequency drop uh into the seeming you know, my mind says if you get angry it's gonna help yeah, sure you're gonna, you're gonna stop the serious activity that's going to lead to death and it's good for everybody yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so i end up dropping even though i've done i mean so many times i've done this and in hindsight i'm like oh you know anger wasn't as helpful as i hoped it would be yeah well you know most of us have been stuck in human incarnation lifetime after lifetime after lifetime because we're stuck with these patterns and we don't change them. So to me, uh, liberation is when you, the only judgment that you have left is this too is God. That's anything other than that, you will be vibrating at a lower uh, frequency, which I think just tends to trap you in this realm. So are you still there? I lost your, your live picture. I just see your smiling face on your. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? Hear you fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I really think liberation is when you can begin to see God and perfection in everything, even what we normally judge bad or evil. 
And that doesn't, in this world, we have to play a role. So just because you see God and somebody doing evil doesn't mean you just step back and go, well, yeah, go ahead. You still have to play your role. If your role is a good guy helping the world, you got to step up and do what's right, but not as seeing that person as evil and you hate them, but seeing them as, as a piece of God playing the role of the bad guy that was necessary in this world in order for us to have the lessons we have and grow from them. But so you do it with a loving heart, but you still play your role. And that can be severe. You could be a, a soldier fighting to defend your country from being overrun and destroyed, right? And that might mean shooting the other soldiers. And that's your role to play. That's 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 the role maybe that you were given in this life. If you play it, but not with hate, you get pulled into that whole karmic wheel that can go on for many, many lifetimes. Whereas you still see them as a piece of God playing their role and you're playing your role in a sense, you start stepping out of being the doer and it's more of allowing divinity to move through you to play your role. In yeah. which case, you're not bound by it. Well, and, you know, playing my role and having these uh, different experiences, you know, I might be the guy on the battlefield that's doing the best I can and I have to kill people because I'm a soldier, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to pop their heads off because I think it's the most humane as opposed to have them in the gut because I want them to hurt. And, you know, maybe, maybe that is, maybe yep. that yeah. is a loving act, but, yeah. but still my question though is, um, I don't have, to, but my, my energetic state though, it seems like the, a, a separate thing that's happening though. Like I'm doing the best I can, but I guess doing the best I can or being whatever humane, the best, the love, most loving, being in the most loving state and doing the best I can, that that alone would raise my frequency, though. That's what you're saying, right? Or is that what you're saying? Well, you got to you got to experiment with it. I mean, this this is it. It's like like when we do push hands, right? Do push hands, and if we do some meditation, some energetics, and you feel that expanded consciousness, and you start doing push hands, you keep an expanded consciousness until somebody yanks you hard, and you get a little pissed off, and you find that consciousness gets contracted right into your small self, mm -hmm. right? So that's a chance to practice that duality where you're playing yeah. a role of push hands without really any attention. attachment to it that's the right. secret it's the attachment then that pulls you into the ego right and then you feel that consciousness right. contract right. so so i'd say in a daily life i mean a soldier on the field that's an extreme example right but just let's say in daily life you're going about your business uh uh and you're trying to do it for, with divine love where you're trying to be of, of loving service and you feel your heart expanding you feel your consciousness expanded and then you see something comes up where you can up your profit margin by 20% and they wouldn't even know it, you know, at that point. Right. That's a fork in the road. Yeah, I want, you know, I need a little extra cash this month and you go down that road. Well, so you, you lost the opportunity to, to begin to bring divinity into your life more and more and more and more. If you do that, every choice you make, you're doing it, you're bringing, operating from divinity, eventually the small self disappears. It's like Jesus 
he was talking about the father and they said, well, could you show us the father? He goes, don't you understand? You see me, you see the father. Cause he had made that choice over so many lifetimes mm -hmm. that the small self had disappeared. There was nothing but his divinity. But that's the song. But the, the, the question is, when you come to those forks in the road, do you choose divinity or do you choose small self? Mm -hmm. So life, it, it really interesting. I was reading something where these were supposed to be beings that were uh, from another galaxy during the age of Egypt that they came and gave uh, a lot of the spiritual practices. And one of the things they said that just really struck me, they go, in those days they had spirit for those that would come and seek it. But I kind of understood what he was saying, that the initiation isn't just like, you know, sprinkling you with some water and blessing you and telling you some secrets it, that puts you through something very, very difficult, either frightening or angering. And then you had a frequency of consciousness that you were supposed to hold as they put you through these difficult situations. Mm -hmm. And that was the initiation. Could you hold it? Yeah. Right. And they said, they said, it's no longer necessary. They saw your daily life as an initiation. At the <laughs> this point, you go, everyone is being initiated now with all these catalysts and stressors. Yeah. When you're hit with the catalyst towards anger, can you remind yourself that that's a child of God that's lost and is, is just doing these negative things out of just they've lost their way and still mm. love them. Oh, okay. So you pass that initiation, right? So, I mean, we're constantly, we're in the initiatory process and the choice Choices will you pass this initiation is everything is God and everything is as it should be. You just have to hold your frequency. And that's where my teachers uh, teaching everything is from God for your highest good. Because mm -hmm. that no matter what stimulus comes in, you can use that phrase if you believe it and begin to transform that stimulus from a negative one to actually one that you you can if you understand that then you rejoice when you hit your difficulties because you realize it's an opportunity to grow and mm -hmm. i think that's correct that's correct the more you can so it's like your little boys every time you look at your little boys smashing each other and breaking the house Remember the creator picked them as your teachers in this life, right? My idols, all my little idols of yeah, uh, little jars that are in all not in pieces. He sent you these little teachers that are teaching you on, on a daily basis in kind of a really not like they're deliberately trying to harm you. So yeah. you don't even have to overcome that they have bad intention, right? You just yeah, have to yeah. over overcome your judgment of what's going on. Oh yeah, right. You just say, yeah, you know the old saying, "Boys will be boys," and just say, "Let go." Just assume there's going to be a lot of broken crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> busted lifts between now line. and when they they retreat, retreat, uh, achieve maturity, 
and oh, you can yeah. just make a silent prayer god you know just i just pray that nothing too badly gets broken in their bodies that they survive this uh all right we got we only have a couple minutes right so okay. it's 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 a chance to okay that's the idea that's the idea that so so everything is from god for your highest good or everything is a blessing right and it's the hardest thing to remember that in the moment i carried around a little index card for months that everything is from god for my highest good and so i call that the medicine for my delusion and take as needed well at first i had to pull that card out about 30 times a day because i would read it and i would feel the peace of that put it away i'm doing pretty good then something would happen 15 slip into lower frequency pull out my medicine take the dose everything is from god for my highest good when I feel the frequency of that, the emotion, the sacred feeling, then I just move my awareness into the feeling, go back about my business. And what happens is you're forming new pathways in your brain, new neurological connections, right? And so then after a while, I, I when I realized I really had made that part of my thinking is I had, a, I think I'd mentioned that I decided to start sprinting i was doing it on the road i'm still going full speed pull my other leg down to stop myself tore that hamstring tried to roll out and hit that my shoulder on the pavement dislocated my shoulder and i'm laying there on the street saying well god i think you know what you're doing so then my next step is planning my recovery i figure well, i'll probably take about a year and about a year from now i'll be back to where i was just two seconds ago but I immediately came to mind that god knew what he was doing and i just accepted it's like okay so then plot my recovery so that's when I really knew I had done it long enough that even in the instant. So you just keep working at it till it just starts becoming part of you. And then what mm -hmm. happens is you, you start holding higher and higher in frequency longer, and then you go deeper in the high frequency. And then pretty soon your worst days are still better than your best days used to ever be. And it just mm. goes out there and you got to work at it, but it's a, a joyful work. It's a joyful work. You're, you're working at being happier and more joyful. So every little bit of effort you put into it pays off in buckets. The mm. R what ROI, the ROI return on investment is tremendous. Yeah. till finally easy, easier. There'll still be, there'll still be times that'll come. They'll knock you flat. But by then you're so used to being joyful that you don't lay down and indulge in, in the negative feelings like maybe you used to, right? Uh, like me, you know, that, that the quicker I get back my frequency, the better. I'm just, I just like being in the flower shop. The, the garbage dump doesn't appeal to me the way it used to. Right. <laughs> All right. We got 60 seconds. You got any imparting departing words or oh, no just thank you for the opportunity and i i i bless i bless everybody who hears the world god bless us in 2024 may we keep our high frequency because that's the other thing just understand your high frequency affects other human beings just as your low frequency does so we all need to shine our light as best we can in 2024 it's going to be exciting it's going to be an interesting year so the more of us can shine a light, the better the chance of a really good outcome. All right, brother. Thank you for shining. Thank you.